wow. Bipocalypse, bimageddon, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I don't know if you're as depressed as me or maybe you came through feeling good. Either way, we're going to give you the cash and trash from this week. That's right. The good and bad. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. Okay. Come on. Guess who's back? How you feeling, man? Back again. How am I feeling? You have a strep throat. You it's know, not COVID, yeah. which is great. So congratulations. You're not. Yeah, I got, I got my COVID test. Uh, we did not go live for Talk It Up this week. Honestly, just there was like three days in a row where I honestly couldn't speak. It just hurt to speak. Right. And um, got my COVID test. Didn't have COVID. I don't know, man. I've, I've been just sick in so many weird ways mm. lately. Um, but hopefully <laughs> on the mend, on the mend, I, I, my, my physical body is on the mend, right? But my heart, unfortunately, it's just is not yeah. on the mend. Just not there. Mm-hmm. I would like to take a second to just have a little soapbox and have a little cry. You have a little cry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This week. I faced pretty much no one who had the bye weeks. Everyone's talking about, oh, I got an advantage of bye. No <laughs> bye weeks for your boy. Not only that, Darren Waller. If Darren Waller had played, I would have won a league. I played against someone who put up over 220 points, lost another league. Mm-hmm. I got absolutely screwed this week. My heart is destroyed. In fact, I am projected to lose eight of nine leagues. Friendly reminder, that happened to me last week as well. Wow. So <laughs> I am currently in the last two weeks, two and 16. I have won two games in all my leagues and lost 16. Uh, that's just unfortunate. <laughs> I, there's literally no words for that. Unlucky. Um, disappointed. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like in these money leagues I'm in, I so here's what's here's what's hard for me. Mm-hmm. I told I told you this before the podcast. I have never been in a league where I have not made the playoffs. I've that's I've never for over twelve years. Oh man, I've never not made the playoffs, mm. and I'm so invested. That it probably means too much. And maybe this is like too honest or too real, but I've been like slightly sad, honestly. I've been slightly sad because <laughs> of how how poorly I've done in some leagues that are are big money leagues. Thank God I've done pretty well in in some of our follower leagues. But man, I have thought about this a little bit. And because I'm sad about my own leagues. I would really love to hear about your guys' leagues, the people who are listening. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about how you're doing well, if we have helped you. Because I remember last year, the first year we did the podcast, we had a, a ton of people DM us after the year and say, bro, I won because of you guys. I won this league. I, I was a champion because of you guys. And that was a new feeling for me. 
So I'm really needing that at this point. Right. (laughs) I would really love a DM or on Discord, Instagram, anything, uh, comment on YouTube. I just want to know that I am helping because I feel useless right now. Honestly, and it's just like a different. I I need to know I'm contributing to the fantasy community, other than just dropping L's and giving everyone dubs. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I, I get you. It sucks to lose. And sometimes you just can't control it. You know, sometimes. Yeah. It. I take it too seriously, unfortunately. It's just. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I actually, I, I genuinely get sad when I lose. And I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's unhealthy. But I, it just means so much to me. No, <laughs> so 100, 100%. I think that's like. That's the hard part, you know, that that we're so invested into it that when you're actually losing, it's like, oh shit, like, yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't give you motivation. So it's definitely fair. So, I mean, man, it's pain. I mean, I, I, so it's been a terrible week for me. Another week. <laughs> uh, again, last two weeks, sixteen losses, mm-hmm. two wins in my leagues. Yeah. Uh, what about you though, Badaki? Has it been a good um, week for you? And and by the way, sorry, I just want to. The last thing I'll say on this rant as well, mm-hmm. it was really hard today as well because the Chiefs got wrecked. And they don't look good. And Washington also lost. And I feel like we could have won that game. It was so frustrating. You're right. Like, I can't explain to you how frustrating today was. It just puts you in a bad place. And I don't want to be in that bad place. But what about you? I think it was a better week for you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like night and day. It's not that I had a better week. Um, my big money leagues, I currently won one out of the two so far. My second one, I'm still going against James Winston. And I do have DK Metcalf left. And I'm down by two points. Um, there's, it's definitely possible for me to win. You have DK and you're down too. I have DK and the other player has Jameis Winston. Oh, okay. So okay. yeah. I mean, I, if Winston's Winston. Yeah. If Winston's Winston or if just Taysom Hill just does better or Winston throws two interceptions, three interceptions, I'll be absolutely fantastic. Um, but the New York football giants won. I think that's a, a plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was actually really excited. Yeah. We played decent even though we had no talent or no wide receivers Darius Slayton came back played a big role but other than that I mean we are decimated at all skilled positions and we won a game against a really good defense and and a really talented team it's just that they just that was an impressive win for sure they we your defense showed up as well that's that's, that's what I'm saying it's what which defense is going to show up this week yeah, that's the defense yeah. and that's the type of football we can play week in and week out. And next week we have the Chiefs who just lost terribly. And there's no <sighs> doubt about it. Everyone on that team is upset. And yeah. we're most likely going to lose like 50 to nothing. So, yeah, I don't want to talk too much about the Chiefs because we're going to get into it, obviously, with cash and trash. Yeah. But, man, it was... <laughs> It's rough. It's rough it's out here rough. for you, boys. It's definitely rough. Uh, I, I just need your encouragement. I want to know that you're doing well. It actually gives me life to know that you're killing it. Um, all right. Well, you know what we're going to do on this podcast? We're going to talk about the good cash and the bad trash. So why don't we start off with the cash? If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. Okay. Great cash, homie. Cash quarterbacks. Quarterback one on the week, Matthew 
Stafford. It's classic. By the way, if I sound a little nasally, I'm still dealing with some sinus issues, mm-hmm. so I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Stafford against Detroit. Detroit came out to play, by the way. Yeah, they, they came out with some trickery. They Dan Campbell really needed to get this W, not only for himself, but for Jared Goff. And it just wasn't enough, huh? It was, I saw a tweet. Someone said, the Lions are playing Madden in real life, and I love it. <laughs> and it's so true. Like, they were literally Actually, like, yeah. nope, we're not going to punt it. We're going to on The Lions it. are a good team. Talented, by the way. They just cannot yeah. win. I mean, if you're 0-7, you're probably not a they good fight, team. They fight, though. They fight. Yeah, they, they fight. Fighters. That's true. He's definitely bought the fighting culture. They also cry. <laughs> um, oh, that's too much. That's too much. That's my own uh, anger coming being out. let into the podcast. Right, okay. Makes sense. Uh, Joe Burrow, quarterback two on the week. and Huge statement, by the way. My God. I You know, I know we're not talking about Jamar Chase just yet. That connection is so special. Mm-hmm. Is Jamar Chase the wide receiver one in Dynasty at this point? Like, I think Jamar Chase yes, is right? yeah, wide receiver one in Dynasty. If I'm not mistaken, he is the wide receiver one in Fantasy as well. And if I'm not mistaken, he probably will be rookie of the year, in my opinion. I think I think he will be as well. But I, I think he's wide receiver five. But I don't know if the well, stats have yeah, updated well, yet. When we get so, there, we, we can talk about it and see. But How about Tua? Good game from Tua. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said he, you guys should pick him up, start him this week. He was a good stream up. Tua and Matt Ryan were good streams this week. Tua had the better game. Yeah, um, he played decent. He lost the game though, throwing you know multiple interceptions, but it's all right. The four touchdowns though saved you in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, great day against Washington. No surprise. Tom Brady, four tutties. No surprise. Breaker records. Jalen Jalen Hurts, great for fantasy again. I mean, look, thir- thirteen rushes, sixty-one yards, eighteen for thirty-four through the air. No picks. I'll give him credit there. Mm-hmm. No interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did not look good, but he picked it up. He had he had a good day. Um, is there any surprises as far as people who played well? We're going to talk about trash later on, but any surprises? Maybe Mac Jones would be the biggest surprise? Um, yeah, Mac Jones did well. I think he was going to come. At least that was my expectation. He was going to come out and do well against uh, the Jets. I think Carson mm-hmm. Wentz. I mean, those interceptions were terrible. What the hell? But it, was I mean, that it was little tap. Pass. To be honest, it was the rain. To be completely yeah, honest, the rain. There was so many fumbles in that game. Yeah. Um. But other than that, I think everyone else played decent. You know, Daniel Jones played all right. Derek Carr played great. Ryan Tannehill. I think, like you said, Derek Carr has a great rest of the season coming coming after the bye week. So I think that's the guy yeah. a lot of people yeah, should keep in mind to pick up and stream. If you're streaming quarterbacks, you don't have to anymore. Just pick up Derek Carr or, or trade for him on the cheap and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Like He's going to be a startable asset going forward. Um, by the way, I will say with Jalen Hurts, I don't think either of us expected that this this year for fantasy. I think we said, hey, he's a good like late round, um, see what you get type vibe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think either of us expected this. And honestly, each week he has a top five upside. So yeah. if you have him and you have another quarterback, you can probably trade that quarterback or trade Hurts, like whatever you feel like you want to do. But you can ride Hurts for the rest of the season. Running backs, RB1, Swifty. Good old Swift. Give it a Swift. Purely because of the receiving stat line. I mean, this would be like a, a top 15 wide receiver. If he, if he only 
if we only took his receiving into account, he would probably finish top 15 oh, no doubt as about a wide it. receiver this no, week. There's no doubt about it. 10 targets, 8 receptions, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, and PPR, just under 29 points. This is DeAndre Swift. I don't think this is going to change as long as Jared Goff is the average quarterback that he is and they continually have to dump the ball off. Yeah, let me ask you a question for the people out there. If you wanted to sell Swift high, who are some trading, I guess, you know, I, people that you're targeting? I know where you're going here. I, just, I, don't, I don't think I'm selling Swift, though, if I'm honest with you. like Even if you, let's say you have, most, let's say you had three top running backs, quote-unquote, top in the top 15 you know, you sell Swift to get a asset, maybe like a quarterback, maybe a wide receiver, because that that's what you're struggling at. I think this may be your scenario. You're in. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking for a friend. You have Swift, and I know a league. You have Swift, Gibson, and Najee. Najee. Just asking so for a friend. So is this a personal question? Just asking for a friend. Asking for a yeah. friend. I mean, I, honestly, I for in the running backs since I'm not trading Swift for any other running back. And I, I think the reason is because his name value isn't as sexy as the other running backs, but he's more valuable than what you could trade him for as a running back. Yeah. But if you want to trade him for a wide receiver, you know, I'm probably looking to get someone like a Jamar Chase. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I think they're just as valuable as each other. Uh, Terry McLaurin might be easier to get someone like a Terry McLaurin. Right. Okay. <sighs> D-Hop. You know, I don't love D Hop, but yeah. but maybe DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, it's definitely hard. It's hard to sell a, a Diggs, maybe a, a Diggs right now on the low. But I, for me, if I had Swift, and I don't have him in any league, unfortunately, he's just a, I not touching him. I'm not moving. Right. Him. I mean, I, I completely. I hope that helps. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Um, it's hard. I'm, I want to sell one of these running backs, Antonio Gibson. The the one that I really want to sell is Antonio Gibson, but no one since day one yeah. want wants any part of Gibson. I I want him. It's just hard because I have better running backs already. Oh, it's okay. I mean, you can, but you like Gibson though, right? I like Gibson. Okay. I know, but I already have Eckler and Aaron Jones, so it's hard to like make a trade when I'm already set at well, running back. We'll figure it yeah, out. We'll talk about it. Damian Harris, running back two. He was a stream of the week for me. Mm-hmm. Feel great about that. Mm-hmm. You know, calling that one. 14 carries, 106 yards, two touchdowns. Fantastic. Just over 25 fantasy points. Mm -hmm. This is what... I don't think I expected this. I expected maybe a 15 to 20 point upside. But um, you love seeing this if you're Damien Harris owner because Stevenson being a healthy scratch was amazing. This just set you up for such a great day. And it also showed a lot of trust, I think. Yeah, it was so interesting that Stevenson was a healthy scratch. I told a lot of people on the live stream saying, yes, uh, if you had an opportunity to start Stevenson, where, yeah. you know, Brandon Bolden, J.J. Taylor came in out of nowhere, that would have been all Stevenson's touches. And yep. that was a bit disappointing. But hopefully you got that notification. Yeah, Damian Harris did absolutely fantastic. Uh, and, I, and I loved it. Yeah. Dearness Johnson, Thursday Night Football. Had a great game. That was the Dearness Johnson game. Excuse me, today Junior. That was the Dearness Johnson game. When you look at that game, it yeah, was nasty. That was his game. It, that was his coming out party. And uh, I think he's going to be a, a he's going to be a flex play until Hunt is back. Yeah, you know, three to six like, weeks. Even when Chubb comes back, he's a flex play going forward. Mm-hmm. He's taking over that Kareem Hunt role. You know, the expectation is that he's going to get those snaps so 
Hopefully yeah. it continues and, you know, if you picked him up, you got to steal. Brandon Bolden from New England uh, finishes as RB4 so far, and that's purely because of what he did through the air. I'm not sure I'm rushing to the waiver wire to pick up Brandon Bolden, but, I mean, he's definitely going to, he's probably going to be on the waiver wire video tomorrow, I imagine, in in, in some capacity. Yeah. Khalil Herbert. You and I were talking before the game about Khalil Herbert, you know, and you were looking at my, <laughs> you were looking at my team as I was, you know, <laughs> basically crying in my own tears and you were just like okay well how, you got Damian Williams I think a lot of people will look at this game and oh wow they had to abandon the run you know Damian Williams wasn't involved that's not the case unfortunately Damian Williams is has been overtaken on the death chart which by uh, Khalil Herbert it was literally one game is like you know what thanks Damian yeah and uh, Khalil I, it is, he had a great game last week and they moved him up the depth chart and he also got involved in the passing game. So uh, he had a very, very good week, over 18 points. Until Montgomery's back, I think he's the guy to start. I think, I, even, I think you can probably drop Damian, unfortunately. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually worried now. Someone asked in the live stream yesterday. I was like, oh, you know, I have to see more from Khalil. I need to see if this is going to be consistent. Is it going to be Khalil Damian Harris? Or Damian Williams, yeah. sorry. And... Khalil, he is getting the work, and I think even when Monty comes back, they're going to want to ease him in the workload. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give him the hundred percent, you know. So I think yep. Khalil and and Monty could be not split in maybe 60, 40, 70, 30, and that's going to impact Monty's opportunity to score because Khalil, he's fast and he's agile, and I think he can definitely be utilized in the red zone over Monty sometimes. So I I just have to see that moving forward, but that's going to be interesting if you are a Monty owner. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Let's just a couple and quick fire people that surprised us. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, he did well. He is the unquestioned RB1 in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure it changes when Jeff Wilson comes back. I could be wrong, but he just looks so perfect in this offense. Yeah. Um, was good. He was great. Who else was great? Michael Carter, ton of receptions. We could, we could see that continue potentially. Yep, absolutely. I uh, see another guy, Miles Gaskin, did well, 15 carries. He found the end zone. He caught a touchdown as well. Uh, another guy yeah. that stepped up was Kenyon Drake. He was on our waiver wire list uh, this past mm-hmm. week because I said, you know, if Josh Jacobs does go down, he's going to be the guy that's getting the, the carries and touches 14 carries, 69 yards, and a touchdown over just under 17 fantasy points. So if you have Kenyon Drake, that's great moving forward, depending on how bad this Josh Jacobs injury is is you know yeah. how long is going to be let's move on to wide receivers cooper cup yeah. Yeah. oh my god he on x games mode mm-hmm. it just doesn't stop no i saw a tweet and by the way he's on pace to score the most points ever in a season from a wide receiver Sheesh. the most points ever don't forget how good devonte adams was last year cooper cup is on pace to be better than what Devonta Adams was last year, better than anyone ever. And if you draft a Cooper Cup, your record probably looks fantastic. And you know, maybe that's some of the things I did wrong. I drafted you know the wrong guys in the <laughs> in the wrong segments with yeah. with some of my picks. But man, he looks great. Jamar Chase, we already talked about him, fantastic. looks fantastic. And what's frustrating if you own Boyd or Higgins is Burrow doesn't even look at anyone else. No. 
He he actually he genuinely does not. And it's only it's only it Chase. So, it's he so only has eyes for and Chase. I, I thought about it this week. I was like, I'm actually considering just dropping Tyler Boyd. I have him in multiple leagues, and I know it sounds crazy, but unless there's an injury to Higgins or Chase, Boyd feels unstartable. Yeah, you can't start him. I'm not comfortable. I feel like he's taking. I would rather have other people on my roster than Tyler Boyd, for example. A guy that you just dropped was a Kenneth Gainwell in multiple leagues, not just one league. But like, oh my gosh. I have, I, I saw Kenneth me. Gainwell in the waiver wires. I was like, oh, I should pick him up. And I was like, oh, who who should I drop? I was like, Tyler Boyd. That was the only guy. And I was hesitant. Well, yeah. Why is it because it's Tyler Boyd? He's on a great offense. Yeah. <sighs> it's hard. It's hard. Jamar Chase keeps getting these breakaway plays. And, you know, you look at those plays and you think, these aren't, this isn't going to be consistent. But, mm-hmm. If he continually does it, how do you say it's not part of his game? Like he he is just a game breaker. That's that's who he is. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, he's the unquestioned wide receiver one in dynasty. There's not a more valuable wide receiver in dynasty right now, without question. I agree. Mike Evans, great game. What's frustrating is half of it because I faced him. Half of his catches were touchdowns. That's right. Six catches, three touchdowns, <laughs> ten targets. <laughs> Great game from the boy. <laughs> that's that's uh, just that's just unlucky. I'm sorry. That's just really frustrating. Yeah. What makes it even worse is I had Darren Waller in that league where I played Mike Evans, mm-hmm. and uh, I picked up Cameron Brake because I figured he would be a big part of the offense with AB out. Right. No catches. And, funnily enough, there was a play where Brady underthrew him in the end zone. Next play, what was it? Oh, it was a touchdown to Mike Evans. Yeah. Who my opponent had. Um, just unlucky. <laughs> I would sell Mike Evans high at this I'm, point. I, that's like, I was going to say that. I was going to yeah. I was going to segue into that. I was like, I'm just trying to get rid of everyone that is a Tampa Bay wide receiver because I'm just uncomfortable. I, I don't know if I if I feel confident in starting a Mike Evans, a Godwin, an AB. I mean, I am confident. I, feel- I am confident that they have one of the best quarterbacks and that they will get targeted. But you know, Mike Evans last week, if I'm not or two weeks ago, didn't have the best game, and I think last week he had a decent game. I think he had like 15, maybe 20 points. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely inconsistent for these guys. I mean, you want them on your team because you start them in any week they could win you your week, you know. But I agree. Like, I would rather have a Terry McLaurin, mm-hmm. someone who's more reliant, relied upon, exactly. you know, than than these guys. Exactly. AJ Brown, he, he's back. Come on. They they say his he was going to be limited until week 10. It's all bullshit. Look me in my eyes and tell me he's going to be limited. It's all bullshit. No, it's not. Well, like, he's not going to be limited. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Great game from him. Definitely, I mean, against the Chiefs, the Chiefs could not do anything. Eight catches, 133 yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> Terry McLaurin did his thing on 12 targets. Uh, Godwin had a great game. Uh, shout out to Debo and Michael Pittman who had nice games on Sunday night. Michael Pittman. Yeah, he's starting to become that, you know, finally contesting the catch type wide receiver that he's transitioning to an alpha. Yeah, what we thought. He and was I, I be. think the injuries of Ty and Paris Campbell are going to help progress that forward mm-hmm. faster. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you look at the stat line: only four targets, all catches. But what you miss if you only look at the stat line is like the three other times there were long bomb bombs to him that San Francisco's 
secondary was like, let's just take him out. Anytime Every the time. ball's in the air, Every just time. take him out. Yeah, it's like, all right, yeah, flag. Um, so there's actually like seven targets if you take away those flags, but he's he's a guy I think you can start every week going forward. I agree. Especially with the injuries. Um, anyone surprise you? Any surprising performances that were decent? Uh, I think everyone is, is pretty up there. You know, I see Khalif Raymond. He had a decent game. Six targets, 115 yards. Or uh, six catches, 115 yards. I mean, I think that's decent. Um, Jalen Waddle once again did well with over 15 fantasy points, seven catches, 83 yards. I think that's that's great, great work. It's two consistent weeks, him him yeah. and Tua. So if that continues, Jalen Waddle could be somebody, you know, you can start with confidence moving forward. Agreed. All right, let's talk about the tight end position. CJ, who's your mama? <laughs> CJ, who's your mom? Hey, hey, happy National Tight End Day. I don't want to talk about <laughs> National Tight End Day. Darren Waller completely sold my entire team this week. <laughs> Why, Darren? Why on National Tight End Day? I hope you're okay. Uh, CJ, three catches. Three catches, and he's the tight end one on the That's week. That's all you need. 91 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Man, I, you know, people are going to pick him up on the waiver wire, and I think they're going to be disappointed. Like, this is just... Oh, I this I agree. in particular is not replicated every week. It's not going to be able to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I think it's hard, especially if you, you know, if you have a George Kittle, a Darren Waller, these guys that are hurt, these top tier guys that aren't performing when you drafted him super high. Even Travis Kelsey, he, I mean. Only 13 fantasy points. That's a bit disappointing for Travis Kelsey. But, yeah, I think people are going to pick him up and hope. Start start him and close their eyes. Not going to be excited about it. Kyle Pitts, tight end two. Mm, I love what I'm seeing from Kyle Pitts. And he has some crazy catches. This was my trade for the week they played the Jets. And Kyle Pitts had not broken out yet, and everyone was worried. Mm-hmm. I said, you need to trade for Kyle Pitts. I don't know if, if you remember this, but I said, this is the last chance you're going to get to trade for Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Two back-to-back amazing games, high targets, high yards through the air as well. And you're right. We saw today why he was a top-five pick. There were some plays, especially that one-handed catch. Yeah, It's just... He is out of this world talented. Yeah, it, it. There's something about Kyle Pitts that I like, and there's also a thing, an inkling in me that when they play a better team, is he going to perform this way? You know, I mean, he played the Jets and the Dolphins, not amazing, you know, against the tight end position. But I would love to see him going against. I mean, it looks like he has a decent schedule coming up: Carolina, New Orleans, Dallas, New England. I feel like that's pretty sorry, not decent, pretty hard in my opinion. So I would like to see how yeah. he will go, can how he would continue against this these top defenses, um, mm. because I mean, let's be honest, these are two really bad defenses <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. So I, I'm giving him praise; it's absolutely fantastic. I'm I'm just being cautious moving forward. Still, okay, I love it. I know, I know, I you know. I, I made a call before the season that he would finish as a top five tight end. And 
a lot of people saw that as crazy or, or whatever, you know, rightfully so. There's a rookie tight end, but I really think that like you're going to see he's not going to have an under 10 point game the rest of the season. Yeah. It's going to be 15 to 20 points probably every week because of how reliant they are upon him in this offense. And it just doesn't make sense to not keep utilizing him this way. And, you know, there were a couple of plays that I don't know if you didn't watch the game, you wouldn't have seen, but where Matt Ryan uh, was sacked, you know, unfortunately, and there was like two opportunities where it was going to be an end zone target for Kyle, for Kyle Pitts, Pitts in the end zone. Right. So, okay. anyway. He's a superstar. Dynasty tied in one, you know, coming into this year. I drafted him in a lot of dynasty leagues and I drafted him in like the third round. And I feel really good about that. I don't think his value is going to be any cheaper or, you know, that that's as cheap as it's going to get, in my opinion. Like he, he is the tied in one in dynasty. It's crazy because in dynasty, Chase and Pitts both majorly talked about talents coming out of this draft. And the quarterbacks this year have kind of let down so far. I mean, look, we're only going to know in the next three years. Right. Right. It's way too early. But if you were in rookie drafts or in dynasty drafts and you got Chase or Pitts, the hype is real and it's it's beautiful so far. Uh, I agree. Look, I think just to go back on the quarterbacks really fast. Mac Jones is decent. I think he's the one. He's the only one that's getting the, the work. So far, he's has been the starter since day one, and he's been consistent. He's uh, in some points, you know, he hasn't. He played a great game against Dallas, so I, I think I'll just throw this in mm-hmm. there though because I agree he's been, he's looked fantastic. But I also think if any of these other quarterbacks were in his position, they would look much much better than what they look like in, right now. In his position, Zach Wilson in New York. Oh my God, it looks it's it's rough for him right now. Right. Trevor Lawrence and Jack and Jacksonville. I mean. Imagine your head coach and all this drama around that, and the team is already struggling. It's it's shit on its own. You know what would I mean? You want the would uh, you want the Justin talent, Fields? No. What did you say? Would you want the talent that Mac Jones have? Because I feel like the overall team. Sorry, the overall. No, I I think you put Mac Jones on the Jets, the Jags, the Bears. I think he looks. As bad, if not worse, than what all these other quarterbacks look like right now. Right. Okay. Well, that's interesting because I don't. I think Mac Jones, out of all the quarterbacks that have been drafted, has the least of mm, second to least amount of talent. I think Zach Wilson has the least amount of talent. Then is Mac Jones, and then it can kind of go from there. On on on. We're we're gonna get into a deep conversation on position in, in, in a in a skilled position perspective, right? Oh man. Wilson's so talented, man. Just needs to figure it out. I look, wait, I mean that that's a different convo. Yeah, for a it, different it definitely day. is. But all I'm all I'm saying is like I think if Mac Jones goes to any of the other teams that these quarterbacks have been drafted to, he he looks bad. Like, and it's not that he's not a good quarterback because he is. It's just the situation looks so bad for all these other guys. By the way, I mean, we're not. We should talk about Justin Fields in a second, but let's just talk about him now. The Bears and Matt Nagy maybe specifically have no idea what they're doing. How does Matt Nagy still have a job? You are ruining the development of Justin Fields. You have no idea how to call plays for Justin Fields. I could open up Madden 22 and come up with a better scheme 
than what you have come up with so far, Matt Nagy. And to be fair, Justin Fields doesn't look good himself yet. He doesn't look good. I haven't. I didn't watch that game. I've seen but, highlights, and it just oh it looks gosh. like it looked like a Bruce Arians did a Bill Belichick where he just bullied. But he was like, you know what? This is a rookie quarterback. We're sending everyone. Like he's gonna. You he's know what's funny, no right? Like, so if you go to face Tampa Bay and you know they have one of the best defensive lines in the league. How the hell is your game plan not quick passes, like screen passes? Like, you are the Steelers that week. You are getting the ball out quick. <laughs> right, right. What's the, what is, like, oh my God, it's so frustrating. I, I need to rewatch that game, but anyway, it's going to be interesting. Mike Kosecki, great week. Yeah. Uh, looking to be a consistent player. He, he Mike Kosecki has been great, let's be honest. Foster Moreau, this is painful, because mm. if this was Darren Waller, I would have won a lot of leagues, but... Shout out to Foster Moreau, Robert Tunyon, a, a good week. Zach Ertz, a stream of the week, a, 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 a very good play. Yeah. You know, the the targets, five targets. I think that's going to be consistent around five targets. Got to the end zone. Uh, you know, I would say you're, you're probably disappointed with Travis Kelsey this week. No, you, you definitely are. 13 points. I mean, it, it's not what you hope that he gets CJ, who's your mama points with 24 points. But that's yeah, that's what we expect. Yeah, that, that's not the case. But look, I think overall for tight ends, bes- besides Travis Kelsey, all did decent. I mean, Evan Ingram over yeah. ten points, Hunter Henry over ten points, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Ricky Seals, Molly, Molly Cox. Even I think the only ones that was a huge and massive disappointment. I mean, maybe not a massive disappointment, but maybe a Mark Andrews, only seven points. If we want to go to, yeah. um, you know, it's funny. Trash. And he, they were like, what are you going to do on national tight end day? He's like, I'm going to ball out. Mm. <laughs> Let's just get a I win. didn't hear that. I actually win. didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. He said that. Um, all right. We're going to transition in, uh, into the more depressing stuff. Mm. He has been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok and flat out deceived. He needs some milk. Okay, let's just start at the tight end position because we're already here. The trash tight ends. And honestly, like you said, there wasn't many trash tight ends. I will say, if you had Darren Waller like me, just in general, I feel let down by my third round selection of Darren Waller this year. I feel like it's (laughs) it's let me down. It's cost me games. Outside of week one, I feel like I have been ripped off a little it's, bit. Genuinely, it's the same, you know, it's the same thing with me with George Kittle, and that's why coming into the season, I tried something different. I, I listened, I listened to you, and I listened to what everyone said. Is like these guys, if these guys are available in the third round, you know, late to late to second, early third, grab one of these guys. Tight ends are hard to come by, you know, mm. and I did that with George Kittle, and you know, I I I'm not I'm not excited. I could have had another running back. You know, you know, like to be fair with George Kittle, I don't think it's been his fault that he's been out, not able to prove himself. But Darren Waller, it's 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 frustrating with Darren Waller because he's playing games and he's not getting hyper targeted. Like if you had Darren Waller week one, 19 targets or whatever it was, you were like, oh, my God, I'm going to win my league. Right. And, you know, now it's just I guess like the frustration to like what we said before, though, you know, like. Hunter Renfro wasn't in the mix, or we didn't think he was going to be in the mix. Um, yeah. I can't even think. It's really just Hunter Renfro, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, no one else is. Here's what I'll here's up. what I'll say, Darren Waller. But more than anything, I want better execution. 
Are we clear on that? I want better f***ing execution. You know, I'm not even sure. If, we should can do we that. play that? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that as I played. I was like, oh, Let's wait. just disregard Ooh, that sound, everyone. But yeah, it's still funny. It's still funny. It, yeah, I guess. The, yeah, it's funny, the right sound guys, right bite guys? is yeah, yeah, funny, yeah, yeah. but what he did is not. No, definitely okay. not. Wide receivers who disappointed. Um, I think there's quite a few. You know, Tyler Boyd is someone that comes to mind because I have him in a couple of leagues and I expected more from him. I guess Julio Jones, if you went out and played Julio Jones mm-hmm. under seven points, I we've been telling you not to play Julio Jones. We've been telling you to trade him. I hope you've, you've been able to do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I wanted to quickly mention, sorry, we didn't talk about Rashad Bateman, but Rashad Bateman looked great, by the way. Again, he looked very good. Yeah. Just want to throw that in there, but people who are bad, go ahead. Uh, for me, I can think of someone, someone that I thought was going to do a little bit better today, at least. I think it's also that was, the reason why he didn't do as well is because of the weather. I thought Brandon Ayuk was going to get more looks. Didn't happen. Yeah. Like, still only one. I think it was one catch for one target. It, it was terrible. I think uh, Robbie Anderson, more drop passes, but he's getting the targets. Robbie Anderson is. He's in his own head. That's what he is. It's like drafting him is like when you buy the off brand because you think it's going to taste the same way as as the regular brand, mm-hmm. but then you get home and the and it just tastes like absolute shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't buy Mountain Dew, you bu- you buy Mountain Yoohoo or something, and, and you go home <laughs> and you taste it. Like this tastes nothing like Mountain Dew. You thought you got a discount on it, but it's it's you. Do, it's not even worth having. You just pour it out in the sink. Mm-hmm. That is that is Robbie Anderson this week. Um, shout out to you, Robbie. OBJ, not a good week. Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson, not a good week. Typical. I don't know how you roster Allen Robinson anymore at this point. No. Uh, I think he's a drop. That's crazy to say. I It's still such a big name that I feel like I can't do it, but I, 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 I get it. I get it. Um, Yeah, you might have to drop him moving forward. Because <laughs> at this point, like if you haven't been able to trade him, no one wants him. No. Like, who the hell wants him at this point? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Amon St. Brown was a name I think we should talk about because he played the game. With zero catches. Not targeted. Mm-hmm. Not targeted at all. Not No catches. What the hell happened? I wonder if that was because Jalen Ramsey was covering him. I, need to, I, mm. I didn't watch that game in full. Um, I was between... Of that game and the Eagles, the Eagles and Raiders game. If if yeah. I'm not mistaken, I think he was covered by Jalen and he wanted to avoid him at all costs. Could be completely wrong, but I think that was the yeah. case. Mm-hmm. I know a lot Unlucky. of people picked him up off of waivers, started him, and dropped a massive goose. A massive goose. The other name that comes to mind is Brandon Cooks. Um not a good week from him. I mean, you probably expected a lot more from him. Unfortunately, you didn't get it. Same with Henry Ruggs, who, you know, we have told people not to start. Mm. Hopefully, you were able to avoid those guys. And Devonta Smith was okay. Devonta Smith was okay. He did, he, Calvin he did Ridley. Good. I mean, what? Calvin Ridley, outside of his touchdown, it could have been such a bad week for him. Yeah. Are you worried about I, Calvin I am, at all? I am. I'm worried about Calvin. I think I would want to sell. The chemistry's him. off. I think it's the Julio, the Julio effect. 
Do you think so? Mm. The, the, the fact that Julio, I don't know. The fact that he's not there and the fact that in reality. I, d- I don't want to say that this is exposing some flaws in Calvin's game, but I wonder if he is like a true alpha wide receiver two instead of a true alpha one. I don't know. Like I could be wrong. I could be I talking mean, out of my ass saying that. Where but was he drafted this this year? Fourth round? Second round. Second round? Second round. No way. Yeah. Yeah, bro. People were drafting him ahead of D-Hop, ahead of, remember? Like a ton of people were drafting him in the second round. I was going to say fourth right round. After, okay. Right after Diggs, it was Ridley. Okay. So now let's just say the season, the, se- the season ends today, starts in a week. Where are you drafting Calvin Ridley? Where does he get drafted? What? Fourth? Now I'm, I'm thinking... I thought he was drafted in the fourth, if I remember correctly. I'm thinking where like I'm thinking where like Robert Woods went, which was like fifth round. Okay. Middle of the fifth. Okay. I mean disappointing. It is. I mean, you, is. you keep playing him. I he he's gonna be better. The targets, you have to be better with the targets that he's getting. I agree. But unfortunately, DJ Moore has also fallen off a little bit, but the targets still the targets there. are there. All right, running backs who disappointed. Does anyone in particular come to mind for you? Maybe you played them or I can name a couple. Or watched the game. Yeah, Mike Davis, um, only four carries, less than, I think it's just a point, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, one point. Yeah. Um, Damian Williams. That was, that was bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Damian Williams as well. Um, he obviously got out-snapped by um, Khalil Herbert. I think, I think you can, can you drop him? Who? Dam- Damian. Damian? Yeah, I'm going to drop him. I have him in the league. Yeah. It's just. It's clear that he's number three on the depth chart now. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but it's just true. Miles Sanders. Yeah. I mean, he looked good before the before injury, the but injury. We'll, ha- we'll have to check on that on that ankle. Yeah, it's the x-ray. He's I, gonna get the x-ray I hope he's going to be okay. Um, another guy I can think of is Antonio Gibson. Obviously, he was dealing with that ankle injury and or that shin. There was actually stud, stud guys who disappointed, I guess. Yeah, 100%. From what you expected. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give a quick rapid fire then. Antonio Gibson, Aaron Jones, Darrell Henderson. Um, I guess you can put Chuba Hubbard in that kind of stud because he will be CMC. Roll all those guys scored under ten points. Completely disappointing. Uh, yeah, you know someone like a Darrell Henderson that always finds the end zone. I think in almost every single game besides one, and now two. Yeah, he inverse the lion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he did not he did not find the end zone. And I think another one that's also surprising is Aaron Jones. It's the fact yeah. that he only had six carries, but he did get he got a lot of work through the exactly air, five targets. I, I still think why is he not getting more? Honestly, in that game, I don't I don't I don't understand the game script for the Packers there, to be honest, because they could have exploited us through the ground more. Right. But they didn't. So I honestly don't understand it. What, let's look at AJ Dillon. I mean, AJ Dillon got he had negative nine points, carries. If I'm not mistaken. AJ Dillon? No. Did he? Last last time I checked, he had like negative points and it was because no, he, had a he got you're right. Oh, that's my bad. I was looking at last week. Okay, so he had three rushing attempts. Okay, so this is actually positive if you're a, <laughs> if you own Aaron Jones. This is actually positive because yeah, you're right. He had negative two points. Uh, Jones was by far the workhorse. Mm. They just abandoned the run game F- for what reason against Washington? I don't know, but they won the game, so I guess that's all that's all that matters for them. But that's actually it's funny. It's a bad game. 
but it's encouraging if you don't. Yeah, have exactly. Jones. But I mean, I'm still I am still worried about AJ Dillon though. I mean, there is an uptick in in um in snaps and an uptick in uh, carries. You know, week four, fifteen, yeah. week five, he had eight, but then he week six, eleven. This week, I think if I'm not mistaken, he fumbled, and then they probably took him out the game. They didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to continue. Yeah. Him, you know, making those mistakes. So I'm a little bit, I'm still on the fence with those guys. Who did you say? Aaron Jones fumbled. Aaron no, Jones. Sorry, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon did fumble. Oh right, AJ. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. My 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 bad. My bad. Um. All right. Let's talk about quarterbacks who disappointed. You know, I I think Justin Fields. A lot of people have said this is going to be a good game for him against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Maybe they failed to realize that Tampa Bay's defensive line is one of the best in the NFL. <laughs> not a good game. Not, not a good I don't game. know when it gets better for Fields. I maybe it doesn't get better until there's a different coaching staff there that actually knows how to develop a quarterback. I wonder. I don't. I maybe that's that's what it's going to take. Is Matt Nagy the play caller? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident he is. Okay. Maybe it's the offensive coordinator because I don't. I don't think this offense is a pass heavy offense. This is a run heavy offense, and they need to kind of transition that. Potentially. Yeah. Well, he threw 32 times today, which is the most he's ever thrown, I believe. So That's because they were down. You know, that that's probably a byproduct <laughs> of them being down. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you look at someone being down 38-3, you probably would have expected like 50 pass attempts. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. You know, they probably still try to run the ball. I mean, Khalil Herbert still ran the ball. And how, how much were they down? What 15 carries Khalil Herbert had? Why are you still running the ball? Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, it's it. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson out of the game. Yeah. Sam Darnold was replaced by PJ Walker. This is stupid. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why this is stupid. Because <laughs> I watched this game. Sam Darnold did struggle. Let me. Let me. Let me say something. Sam Darnold struggled, but it wasn't necessarily his fault. His offensive line kind of fell apart, and every time he hit his receiver, in like in the hands, they dropped it. Yeah. Multiple I, multiple times he did throw an interception. That was his fault. Completely agree. I mean, he. What more can the guy do? I don't. I, I'm, I don't I'm actually know. on Sam Darnold's side here because I don't. I truly don't believe it's his fault. I just think that he. Some of it is. Hundred percent. Right. Some of it. Some of it is. But I don't think like we should all be pointing. He's not. Pointing he's not fingers getting at him. help. Yeah, they shouldn't be pointing. By the way, at he him. hasn't won a game without Christian McCaffrey. Just want to throw that out there. I mean, that's a huge part as well. But I mean, the answer is not sitting sitting Sam Donald for PJ Walker. You know, I think he yeah he 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 did nothing. What was the what was the score at that point? It was, if I'm not mistaken, fifteen to three, and then we came back. Right, right. But let me, see, that's weird to me because if it was like twenty to zero at that point, like all right, just save Sam Donald's health, and you know it's in the fourth quarter. But mm. the fact that the game was still very much in the balance. That is he, weird. He had the to, opportunity. It's almost like a confidence breaker as well. Yeah, I mean, and they put PJ Walker in as if it's going to help. He was three for yeah. fourteen. You're kidding me. Yeah, <laughs> that's frustrating. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Wow. You know, this is something huge. What a blessing if you play Patrick Mahomes. If you played against, yeah, if him. you played against Patrick Mahomes, then it was. You were thankful. You were probably crying about how beautiful this was because you expected Patrick Mahomes to at least have twenty five plus points. He dropped. Yeah. He dropped less than ten. That is rare. It w- That's like a. It was bad. 
it was bad. And so people have been asking me, hey, what's going on with the Chiefs? I, I, I can tell you exactly what's going on with the Chiefs. The defense is like historically awful. And unfortunately, what's happened to the Chiefs is every time Patrick Mahomes gets the ball, he is forced to enter hero mode. That's not where you want to be. Right. You want to be there where you have to be there. Like fourth quarter, win a drive, make a play. Unfortunately, every play Patrick Mahomes is in there, he's in hero mode. They don't have a very good run game, right. unfortunately. Um, there is not a reliable wide receiver outside of Kelsey and Hill. Hill is a big part of this, by the way, dropping passes pretty consistently. Yes. Kelsey's been good. He's been slightly injured, but all this leads up when you're in the first quarter and you're already down 14-0 and the, the mentality is my defense is never going to have my back. You're always forced to play hero ball. Yeah. And until the Chiefs defense improves, they're not Super Bowl contenders. I was watching, you know, the the show with Tony Dungy um, right before Sunday Night Football, and he says the Chiefs defense has historically been bad, but what's happening is that the offense has too many miscues, turnovers, drop passes. Um, then you know the they can't get the run going. He was like, so I'm not blaming the defense. They've always been bad. He was like, "It is the offense." You see, that's not true though. That what what he's saying isn't true though. Well, the I, the, the defense was very very good the last couple of years. Oh, well, the mean, combination maybe. of Chris Jones, D Ford, and Tyron Matthew, as well as Legarius Sneed, the defense has been top fifteen. You know, for this run so far, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have been very good defense. So that's just not true. But, well, he was he was just saying like, we know that this defense is bad. They've won a, They've been to the Super Bowl with a bad defense, you know, and it it's just too many miscues in the offensive side of the ball, and that's where they're getting hurt. Patrick Mahomes throwing throwing interceptions, drop passes. The, and the defense was never elite, but it was top fifteen. You know, it was never elite, but it was top fifteen. At this point, you know, you have people scoring fifty points on you, like four, like twenty five to forty points every game. Yeah, that's, you know, and and Patrick Mahomes is at a point where he's like, I know I have to be the best version of me. And that's never where you want to be. You want to be in your comfort zone. Yeah, I agree. It's unfortunately, you you know, I'll be honest with you. I still think that there's a chance that we make the Super Bowl because it's the Chiefs and it's Patrick Mahomes, you know, but it's going to have to start with the defense stepping up. And I, I still think there's a chance that this is a Super Bowl team, but it's going to have to take the defense stepping up. I still think that they, I still, I know it's crazy. I still think the Chiefs could win the Super Bowl this year, but it it has to start with the defense stepping up. Right. I mean, you know, I'm just on the opposite side where they're already so far behind in their division. It feels like, I think, two games and a half, I think, by the Raiders now. The Raiders are leading this division where Patrick Mahomes yeah. is a GOAT, 10, 10 plus year contract. Hundred million dollars, if I'm not mistaken, and you're you're yeah. the bottom of your division. Like yeah. that's 
that's disappointing. Totally. Like doesn't look good. No, doesn't and look good. This continues. If this if the Chiefs don't make the playoffs this year, that is a huge, huge red flag. I think, in my opinion, red flag on Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, one of the best offenses. The guy that changed literally the National Football League. Yeah, and you can't make I mean, the playoffs. I, I, I'm st- I'm still struggling to to place the blame on on Patrick Mahomes at this oh, point. Oh, I'm not placing it. On you Patrick know, Mahomes, I but I get it. I I just do not think that. I I also think maybe the Chiefs underestimated how important it is to, to have a third quality receiver. receiver. You know, I, I I do think that they probably underestimated that maybe Juju was who they wanted to be that person, but. It's it's yeah. gonna be interesting, to man. See I happens. I just always go back to that Clyde Edwards-Helaire pick. I know it's only his second year, but if that was DeAndre Swift, because it could have been. If that was Jonathan Taylor, because it could have been. If that was Gibson, because it could have been. This offense would look much much better, in my opinion, because those players are they can do so much more than what Clyde can do. No disrespect to Clyde, but he's not. He's just not an X factor player. He's a good receiving back. Right. But he he didn't deserve a first round pick. Anyway, all that being said, it starts with the defense and it also starts with the superstars being superstars, mainly Tyreek Hill. Mm. Stop dropping the ball. Catch the ball. It like you are supposed to be one of the best wide receivers in the league. You're giving peace signs to people when you're scoring touchdowns, but you're dropping a five yard pass. Yeah. Figure it I out. I mean, it's going to be easily turned around next week when they they play the my my Giants and I can just see them torturing them and it's like oh the Chiefs are back yeah and that doesn't really matter honestly I I need to see it against a good team but mm. I mean because they they just torched us last week right true uh, in the Washington mm-hmm. so uh, bad week from Teddy. I don't know. I just going to throw that in there. Yeah, I think everyone else did pretty I mean, well. Everyone else did did decent. You know, I think fifteen over fifteen fantasy points from I think the rest of the guys. Case Keenum kind of stepped in a little bit with twelve fantasy points. If you probably picked him up and streamed him, I bet I think that was decent from Case Keenum, the guy that you didn't think would do good. Jimmy Jimmy G didn't have a best game, but that was probably he looked. Yeah, the the, the rain, rain was was I mean, a huge factor. It was but Carson fumbles. Wentz, no excuses everywhere. No excuses. Carson Wentz got twenty points. So true. No excuses for Jimmy G, but can we talk about the what the hell was that pass? That's ten, that was technically a fumble. It was overturned. I know. <laughs> I okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but you know, outside of that, Carson Wentz has looked great. Yeah, and that's also very promising if you own Michael Pittman. By the way, mm-hmm. I agree. So. All right, that's it. I think. Do we want to talk about Monday Night Football quickly? But um, yes. I need Jameis Winston to do absolutely nothing. I need DK Metcalf to do something special. I traded for Tyler Lockett, um, this past week, which I am raving about because I think I have a top fifteen wide receiver once Russ comes back. Reports are that he can come back week ten. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. And even if he doesn't, sorry, even if you know. In these next two weeks, I do believe Tyler Lockett is going to at least give me 8 to 12 points, which I'll be okay with in a flex position because I traded him away for a Devonta Smith and a Dawson Knox who is going to be on IR. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, Seahawks, I believe it's at Saints. 
No, um, Seahawks at um, it's at Seattle. At Seattle, which is a good, yeah, good factor. They definitely planned on featuring Russell Wilson uh, these last couple weeks, but they didn't realize that he would be injured. Ugh, man, this is gonna be. I think this is gonna be a good game to watch. I think it's gonna be a good game. I, I think you know, Big Ben and Gino put up a decent game at first towards the end. Towards the end of the game, it got better. Yeah. I wonder if the Seahawks will bring in Cam Newton if Gino has a stinker. Why bring in Cam Newton for two weeks? I mean, because you, if 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 you, Russ is there, you're a playoff team. But if you lose every game until he comes back, that's going to significantly hurt your season. So if Cam Newton gives you a better chance to win, doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter how long it is. You know, can, say like go to the waiver wire, buy a win. Just like fantasy, bio in with Cam Newton, you know. It's I don't know. Uh, I think uh, that's a, this is a long conversation, but I don't know if Cam Newton is an amazing guy to pick up to be, you know, to try to buy a win. Yeah, it's hard to say that Gino's better at this point, but I mean, this is a this is a big game for him. We'll see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, anything you want to say to close the show? My apocalypse is nearly over. By the time you listen to this, and it starts again next week. Not even. It's not that bad next week. Yeah, yeah. But this is the worst. I think what six, seven teams were on bye week. That I mean, come on. Next week is not yeah. is not too terrible. Um, it's, it's definitely nothing compared to it's, there were just so many fantasy relevant teams. It's on bye. Ravens and Raiders. But next week is yeah. Ravens, oh my Raiders. goodness! Monday Night Football. Which I didn't know. My New York Football Giants as the Kansas City Chiefs. I did not know that. Yikes! Yikes! We're gonna lose in prime time. You love to see it. You love to see <laughs> you it. Love to see it. Oh, <laughs> all right, guys. Big love for joining us. Uh, hopefully, whatever you need to happen tonight happens, and uh, we will see you on the next one. See you there. See you there. Hey, yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast, you made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching because you, you deserve it.